Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon Ari Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes, and for over 30 years, we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. I was going to talk about multiple things today, but with the rates potentially going five and a half, six, six and a quarter percent, maybe within the next week or 10 days, I wanted to talk about something that has not been discussed that much. And that is ARNs, or interest-only loans, or otherwise called adjustable rate mortgages. Adjustable rate mortgages and interest-only loans could get borrowers in trouble because they become expensive over time. In the late 2000s, this became a big problem, as many homeowners couldn't afford those higher balloon payments and lost their properties to foreclosure. The loans offered today are much safer for the borrower and the lender. But there is still risk involved in taking one. Adjustable rate mortgages generally offer a significantly low mortgage rate for the first years of the loan. Generally a set 5-7, 10-year period. When that period ends, the rate adjusts to market rates at that point in time. If the rate is lower, then borrowers can save some money each month. However, if it's higher, borrowers are on the hook for larger monthly payments for the remainder of the loan. Typically, there's a cap on just how much higher a rate can go to try to prevent the huge swings seen before the housing bubble of the 2000s. It's not hard to see the appeal for these loans. The rate of a five-year adjustable rate mortgage averaged 4.12% for the initial five years of the loan in in the week ending June 9th, according to Freddie Mac. Meanwhile, it was 5.23% for a 30-year fixed rate loan that keeps the same mortgage rate for all 30 years. Obviously, rates have since spiked in anticipation of the Federal Reserve Board meeting on today. Freddie Mac doesn't release its weekly data until tomorrow, but Mortgage News Daily reported rates were nearing 6.3% on Tuesday. And you heard me say five and a half, six, six and a half, six and a quarter. Guess what? They're here. For 30-year compared loans with 5.5% for five-year adjustable rate mortgages. That means on a five-year adjustable rate mortgage, your rate will be locked for 5.5% for those five years. After that, depending on what the uh, wording is in your mortgage documents, it probably could go up a maximum of 2% or whatever is within that document, but it will potentially go up or in five years, will it be less? That's still to be determined. You are seeing a notable shift toward adjustable rate mortgages. The arm rate is substantially lower than the fixed rate. Breaking that down, It's a difference of about $240 a month on a $446,950 home, which is around the national median list price. This assumes, of course, that the buyer puts down 20%, and this doesn't factor in property taxes, insurance, and any homeowner association fees. However, the fear is that after the rate adjusts, buyers might be saddled with a payment 
they can't afford. Another worrisome loan is the interest-only mortgage, which has recently been making a comeback. Interest-only loans are also generally cheaper than 30-year fixed loans. Borrowers pay only the interest on the loan for a set period, eh, generally 5 to 10 years. Once that ends, they must pay the interest and the principal that they owe. And suddenly, those loans become significantly more expensive as buyers now need to pay back what they borrowed, what they borrowed in a shorter time frame. The interest rates are also generally higher on these loans. Ultimately, you're paying more money because you're automatically starting with a higher rate. This kind of lending might be a good choice for investors looking to make their numbers work, but regular borrowers should proceed with caution if they don't offer larger down payments and home prices fall, they could find themselves underwater on their loans. They may also have trouble affording their mortgage, pay mortgage payments when they're responsible for paying back the principal and the interest. If someone is utilizing these loan alternatives because they otherwise can't qualify for a loan with a higher payment, then perhaps they should think twice about it. In other words, I advise against it. Of course, there are some investors or there are some homeowners that those might be an advantage to. One, I would say corporate executives who are getting involved in relocation. Uh, they might be in this place for two or three years and they get transferred to another place for two or three years. A five-year, 10-year mortgage, uh, adjustable rate mortgage or interest-only loan might be something reasonable for them to use. But again, truly it depends on your situation and they are ill-advised for the normal homeowner, purchaser, buyer. But for home buyers, again, they may, this may be a cost-effective situation. Most people stay in mortgages for only five to seven years anyway before refinancing the loan or selling the house and buying another one. And if someone planned to stay in the home only five to seven years, adjustable rate mortgages could help them to save quite a bit of cash. Pretty much what I said earlier. I'm just being redundant. Very few people keep a mortgage for 30 years. Back in the day, it was more likely to happen. More often than not, they refinance into a new mortgage, sell the home, or get transferred. I mean, there's so many other situations that come up. But again, adjustable rate mortgages, interest-only mortgages, not only you should think twice about it, you should think thrice about it. I also kind of noticed that, you know, more buyers are stretching their budgets to afford homes and with the interest rates going up, is this a good idea? Make sure you examine your expenses and what you're spending to figure out what you can realistically afford before you enter into an, uh, enter into an emotional bidding war, which is what's happening on a lot of properties out here. An often frenzied process during this bidding war that might make you tempted to overextend your budget. Do the pre-work so when things get crazy, you have the guidepost in place 
you got to tell yourself the truth. Can I really afford this on an ongoing basis? Of course, that's tough to do in today's market with meaning this price is 17, up 17.7% year over year to just about eh, $447,000 nationally. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, despite what the lender may tell you, home buyers really need to think, do I want to be house poor? I may own a beautiful home, but I barely have enough money to go shopping for groceries, or I can't pay my car note, or I have something that needs to be repaired within the house and I can't fix it because I don't have the money because I have overextended myself. Those who don't want to get in over their heads with their housing payments, they might not have any choices. Rents are skyrocketing. Rents jumped 15.5% in May compared with a year earlier, according to Realtor.com. The thinking is that with home ownership, they'll at least be building some equity and lock some of those housing costs. Of course, property taxes, insurance costs, and utility bills may rise. They've locked in the largest part of their housing bills. The amount you're spending on rent is not that far off from the amount it will cost you to purchase a home, period. Buyers are stretching and they have to stretch sometimes as mortgage payments stay fixed. Their incomes go up and at that time, hopefully, that mortgage payment becomes affordable. The final story I wanted to talk about rates and adjustable rate mortgages and rates going up and, uh, you know, Vernon is a foreclosure crisis coming. All those things segue together. I always tell people, look at the labor market. That'll tell you what's happening with the housing market. Usually if the labor market is doing good, the housing market is doing good. That may sound like a general uh, reality, but they are very much wedded together. Uh, but is another foreclosure crisis coming? Doubtful. Many Americans, most of my clients always ask, when this recession happens, if it does, because of the interest rate rising because of fears of ongoing inflation, what will it do to the housing sector? Those expecting a recession to bludgeon home prices, making more home ownership more attainable for those still financially secure, like during the Great Recession, might not want to hold their breath. There are still far more buyers than there are homes for sale or even for rent. That's likely to keep home prices high. It would take an influx of cheap housing to hit the market such as another foreclosure crisis, for prices to fall steeply. And that doesn't seem likely. However, I shared some information earlier with a client of mine. And I look at the Notice of Election Demand Sheet weekly. And it tells me, Notice of Election Demand, what homes may be going into foreclosure because they have not paid their mortgage payments. And for the last couple of years, i just seen it kind of be one page with just a few houses on it. Over the last couple of months, that one page has gone to eight pages. And the houses are from all over the place. Colorado Springs, Berthet, Denver, Littleton. Does that mean as it goes through that foreclosure process, the seller will not do a refinance or go through a modification so that doesn't happen? That remains to be seen. 
but that is the trend that I'm seeing. That doesn't mean that there's more foreclosures. I'm just saying there's more filing for foreclosures on the notice of election and demand, which is the first thing a, a mortgage lien holder has to do so they can foreclose on someone who's not paying the mortgage. And that has multiplied eight times, like I say, in the last three or four months. So will those transfer into foreclosures? We'll see. Uh, again, most of these people have equity in their houses, so they'll be able to sell it if they can't get a refinance. So just be going on to another buyer. Uh, again, this home modification terms that mortgage companies offer to make you stay in your home. So highly, highly unlikely that would happen. And another thing, cash offers have proliferated throughout the housing market. Buyers who don't have all cash are scrambling to come up with larger down payments to make their offer stand out. Sellers have so many eager buyers for their home that they're less likely to accept offers from buyers on the margins, such as those with smaller down payments. This means many of today's home buyers go into their homes with ample equity. This is Vernon Jones with The Real Estate Voice. Any questions about our information today, feel free to give me a call at 303-359-8218. Uh, saddle up, we're still rolling as the market continues to shift. Thank you for listening. And as always, please be safe.